You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is The Chevette's Night Out. Have your good intentions ever been misunderstood? After college, I got a full-time job and at 20 years of age decided that it was time to buy my first car. Looking around at the used car ads, one picture caught my attention, and it was a burgundy 1979 Chevy Chevette hatchback with a lovely grey interior. Yes, I am a woman who liked the aesthetics of the car, and hoped that the mechanics of it were as lovely. The car was sitting on the used car lot of a Volkswagen car dealership in the city, so it was easy to go and check it out. My dad was willing to come with me, and off we went to see if this Chevy Chevette would become my first car. It was in fabulous shape, both aesthetically and mechanically, so I purchased it and proudly drove it home. Seeing I was one of the first of my friends to have a car, often I would be the one to drive, and this very, very cold prairie winter night was no different. A friend of mine had received two free tickets to see the ballet and asked if I would join her. The ballet was taking place at a beautiful hall downtown in the city, and since I now had a car, offered to give her a ride. Off I went in my new-to-me Chevy Chevette to get her, and then to see the ballet. It was a lovely performance, and since it was such a very cold night, I knew my Chevette was going to be put to the test as it had been exposed to minus 33 degrees Celsius temperatures for several hours without being plugged in. As I turned the key, to my delight, the motor started easily. I was so excited that my dear Chevette was so tough and could handle anything a prairie winter would send its way. As we headed out, I put on the left blinker to get out of our parking spot, and to my dismay, the very cold blinker stick broke off of the steering column. I tried to jam the blinker stick into the column to get the blinkers to move into the off position and was able to do that. But when I tried to get the stick to move the blinkers back on, the jamming connection did not work. My friend and I laughed about what I would need to do to indicate that I wanted to change lanes or make turns without any blinkers. Since I had learned hand signals as a cyclist, we decided I would hand crank my window open and use these hand signals instead of a blinker. Well, the extreme cold made that a pretty bad idea. But whenever I could manage opening the window and doing a hand signal, I did. 
This all worked quite well until I turned onto a side street that would eventually allow me to take my friend home and was unable to get my hand out of the window before making my turn. This seemed to anger the driver in the truck behind me, and I realized they started to tailgate me in a rather aggressive style. Fearing for our safety as well as the car's safety, I let my friend know that it seemed we were being aggressively followed by an unhappy driver in the truck behind us. My friend encouraged me and said we would be fine, for surely they would not follow us to where she lived. Well, that was a wrong assumption, for the driver did not only follow us aggressively right onto her street, but sped past us and pulled a quick stop in front of us so that their truck was perpendicular to my Chevette. Now, I was getting somewhat frustrated at their antics and decided to let them know what had happened to my Chevette that made it unable for me to properly signal my turning intentions. My friend said that she would pray our conversation would go well as I grabbed the blinker stick and headed out of the car. As I headed out of my Chevette, the truck driver, who happened to be a very large bearded male, came from around the truck to see me with blinker stick in hand, waving it madly in the air and shouting, I want to tell you what happened. I want to tell you what happened. To my amazement, the driver started to walk backwards and responded, It's okay, lady. It's okay. I'm just going to get back in my truck and drive away. Well, I am not one to be easily swayed. So I continued to walk towards him, waving the blinker stick and saying, I want to tell you that I couldn't signal my turning intentions with my blinker because this stick broke and it controls the blinker. However, he was already in the truck, not listening to me and was trying to quickly get away from me. As his truck sped off, I stood there standing with blinker stick in hand wondering what had just happened and why he wasn't willing to listen to my explanation of what had hampered my signaling. Finally, feeling the bitter cold, I headed back to the Chevette, shaking my head, perplexed by what had just transpired. As I entered the car, my friend was laughing so hard she was crying and could not speak. So infectious was her laughter that I began to laugh and laugh and laugh. Once we finally caught our breath, my friend told me what she had experienced from inside the Chevette. She realized the situation may have been a dangerous one as I had left the car with frustrated determination and not knowing who might come out of the truck. So she started to pray that I would be safe and the conversation with the truck driver would not turn into an altercation. As she was finishing her prayer, she saw me waving the blinker stick and said that the way the streetlight caught the stick, it made it look like it was a huge knife. And as soon as the truck driver saw it, he started to back away. Although the stick was small and slender, my friend explained that in the streetlight it looked huge and dangerous in the hands of a seemingly unpredictable woman, something that the truck driver did not expect and decided to back away from. This caused my friend's fear to turn to laughter, for she realized that an altercation would not take place and that God had answered her prayer to keep us safe. Now that I knew her side of the story, we decided to thank God for protecting us. We laughed and laughed and laughed about the night out with my Chevy Chevette. First, a great evening at the ballet, then an adventure that would not be forgotten any time soon, and finally gratitude for a prayer answered. 
With giggles still taking place, my friend finally got out of the car and said she hoped, and would pray, that I would get home without further signaling adventures. Once safely home, I resolved to call my mechanic friend in the morning to get the blinker stick replaced as soon as possible so that this type of adventure would not happen again with my new-to-me, beautiful Chevy Chevette. Now, please enjoy the musical stylings of Into the Fire with Christopher Isaac. Chris is a Winnipeg-born keyboardist who performs an eclectic repertoire, ranging from jazz standards of the 20th century to reimaginings of themes from popular culture. Chris describes his music as a mixture of jazz, blues, boogie-woogie, and nerdiness. How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? There are screens everywhere, on televisions, computers, tablets, and phones. And even before kids know how to read, they know how to click the buttons to play their favorite shows. Online, on air, or in print, media reaches people of all ages, anytime and any place. Shouldn't you have a message worth sharing? To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. Who knew that a trip to the ballet in my Chevy Chevette would lead to such adventure? Who knew that my determined intention of explaining what went wrong with my Chevy Chevette would not happen because the truck driver left before I could explain? Life is like that sometimes. Our intentions are misunderstood. Jesus Christ had intentions that were often misunderstood. Sometimes it was those closest to him that didn't understand his intentions. Like his parents, when he, at age 12, went to speak in the temple. Or like the 12 disciples that were following him, and he was telling them stories to teach a truth. Sometimes it was strangers or the religious leaders of the day that didn't understand his intentions. Jesus was wise and knew how to clearly, with Old Testament scripture, 
with prophecy, with story or action, make his intentions known. The challenge was most often with the listener, who misunderstood or walked away without listening, much like the truck driver did. In the Bible, in the book of John, chapter 10, verses 6 to 10, Jesus clearly tells us his purpose, his intention towards us here on earth. Let me read it to you from the New Living Translation. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Maybe the next time our good intentions are misunderstood, we need to remember that even Jesus' loving intention towards us was, and is, often misunderstood. Maybe the next time our good intentions are misunderstood, we could also pray, and then laugh and laugh and laugh. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you, because you may think S-C-O-O-P, like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife.com, like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com. <music>